This is Aubrey from the So Wizard Podcast, and you're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizard. You're thinking, you're people going to die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 416 of the So Wizard Podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, and with me this week, we've got the expert, Mr. Marquis, Marcellus Rake. Yo, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to this show. It was pretty funny. We were excited to have Aubrey back last week from coronavirus. Coronavirus! <laughs> And, uh, you know, we were all excited. She was back. She was gone for two weeks. Uh, she came back. Actually, she's gone for three weeks because there's a horror movie, then two weeks of the Rona. And <laughs> she's gone again <laughs> because this week's yet another scary movie. So we got to go and bring in the big guns. Got to be one of our best friends of the world of podcasting. One of our favorite podcasts. Uh, Brent from the Home Video Hustle podcast. How the hell are you? Hey, hustle, motherfucking hustle. What's happening, Joey? Glad I didn't get brought up for Roller Gator again. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a Roller Gator sequel? I don't know. There, does Dare Day tease one at the end? I remember. <laughs> Is there an after credit scene of Roller Gator? Yeah, it's got the ninjas and shit again. Right? I'm sorry for the police in the background again. I don't know what the hell is going on outside. <laughs> it's a it's an alligator on roller skates rolling out. Rolling I know, right? Outside. It's <laughs> That's what's happening. It's a fucking sombrero flying through the sky, sucking people up and shit. <laughs> oh God! Spoilers. <laughs> oh, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> You are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we got a tiny bit to discuss, because we're going to talk about the new Black Panther trailer, and then our full review of Jordan Peele's Nope. But before we get into that, Brent, how the hell are you? Tell us all about Home Video Hustle Podcast for the few people out there who don't listen. I thought you were about to say for for the few people who do listen, I was about to say, damn. No. Already. <laughs> Don't um, be a mark and try to act like no one listens to your podcast. I mean, my mom listens and I'm forever thankful for that. So. <laughs> she was on the podcast with us and people thought we were going to censor ourselves. And nope, that didn't happen. <laughs> um, director Jordan Peele. Exactly. Nope. Um, yes, I am Brent from the Home Video Hustle podcast. I usually host it with my boy PJ, but he's currently in the studio putting out some of that hot fire for that ass. So I've been mainly having either just myself or my brother and my cousin Chris on the podcast. We've been talking about a lot of hood movies lately, but then we threw in the lawnmower, man, just to fuck up the mix a little bit. I heard that, uh, Joey, you're not a fan of the lawnmower, man, right? I, I'm not. It's a pretty shitty movie. I, I think I watched it once. I rented it when it came out on VHS a million years ago. So, so I never saw it. the sequel either. Oh, I got that. Oh, is that you can come on the Home Video Hustle podcast oh, and talk boy. all about Job's War if you want to. I have. <laughs> Mark Ellis, you welcome too. Nah. Should, we, should we change the title to Job's Wars so it fits in with all the other <laughs> exactly. movies the Bloods, you've been watching? Bloods versus Wolves. Well, I, I mean, I'll give a slight spoiler. We got a movie coming up this week. I can't wait to put that episode out. <laughs> Y'all got to go watch that movie. Watch the YouTube. Oh, yeah, because Home Video Hustle, we have a YouTube page. 
on Wednesdays, I put out videos showing what we're talking about on Wednesday. And when you see that trailer, you're going to have to get your ass over to Tubi and go watch this movie because it's hilarious. <laughs> nice. And Joe, you might like it. There's a lot of cute girls in this movie, too. So. Oh, well, sign me up. Um, <laughs> yeah, you said the magic words. Watch it on Tubi. You know, that the quality exactly. is through the roof. Oh, yeah. I, I was laughing because my brother, he... He retweeted a thing where somebody left a comment under one of the movies, and it was like, "Damn, they shot this outside my house." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, homie, we watch whatever. We don't do bad movies. We don't do good movies. We do whatever the fuck we feel like watching that week. So come and check us out. We have a lot of fun, and we get drunk very often. <laughs> you get the Criterion Collection, and right underneath it, to be originals. So L- legitimately, like my boy Brendan came on, we watched like Roman Polanski movies or David Lynch movies and stuff like that. And then I bring my brother and my cousin over and we're watching like hood movies on Tubi. Like you never know what the hell we're going to watch from that show. I don't never know. Awesome. Well, I, I got to tell you, I love your show. I listen to it every single week. And I know Mark does Thank too. You. And we're not just telling you that because you're here. We would Aww. just like kind of throw out some platitudes and pretend that we liked your show. I, I know. It's, I know y'all like it just a little bit because I know there's a sound bite that Mark has. And I love that <laughs> sound bite because it's one of my favorite lines of the podcast. <laughs> I bring I bring it out only when it's called for, which uh, luckily it hasn't been that much. But when it when it's needed, Get fuck it. you, Joey. There Dang. we go. There's PJ. I say that with love, though. I say that with we love. St- we... <laughs> oh, you got the. I didn't realize it went past that part. You <laughs> <laughs> just laughing so hard, I completely missed the second part. <laughs> I love it. Marcellus Gator episode to find out why he said "fuck you, Joey." I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Roller Gator is a classic. Marcellus Reagans, how the hell are you? I will say two things I love about Home Video Hustle podcast. Number one, you guys probably have one of the best theme songs ever for a podcast. I jam out to that every time. Every time it comes on, <laughs> I be doing a fucking Dave Chappelle shoulder dance to that song. Hey, uh, shout out to Trade Voorhees. <laughs> yes, definitely, definitely. The second thing is uh, the "fuck you, Joey" doesn't happen in a roller gator episode i mean it does but it happens in so many other episodes after that so that's a, oh yeah a, a running thing that i love i love well because what, what if you had me watch joe you had us watch roller gator christy santa's first yes. funeral reindeer rap city street kids <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i let joey pick these mo- like for patreon he's supposed to only get one but i've let him do it three times now i don't know why you're a glutton for punishment. You just want to use the sound drop, probably. That's very true. <laughs> yeah. Joey loves punishing other podcasters, and that's his job. That, that's right. That's right. I was trying to trick. I was just a guest on the uh, Wreck It League podcast uh, this past week, and I was trying to convince them that they all needed to watch Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. <laughs> I don't know if I succeeded, but they seemed at least slightly interested. So. Nice. I like that movie. I don't care what anyone yeah. says. I enjoyed it. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm good. You know, another week. Uh, all that San Diego Comic-Con news was nice. And, uh, yeah, just uh, glad that uh, this upcoming week we're actually doing a movie that doesn't uh, doesn't require any of us going to the theaters. You know, we did Nope last week. Next week we get to take a little bit of a break. So, uh, yeah, I'm doing good, Joey. How are you doing? Oh, man, I'm, uh, I'm, a, I'm a little bit of a mess. Mm. My uh, my daughter tested positive for coronavirus. Coronavirus, <laughs> and she had to quarantine, obviously. So then I am I had to call the number at work that you have to call when you find out, and they had said I had to leave immediately. Mm. So I had to go home, and my wife had to go home, and my son doesn't leave his room anyway, so he was fine. <laughs> but we we tested negative all the rest of us all week. Every single day I tested myself, and I was negative. So now I'm back at work, but I had like five days off. And I, um, Okay, so if you happen to work with me, 
just skip ahead like I don't know a couple minutes <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> if anyone from my job is listening, but otherwise, um, I, I'm supposed to be quarantining, but it's negative. So what the fuck, I'm not just sit around the house. So I'm like doing errands. Um, on Thursday, I was like, just in case I test positive on like Friday or Saturday, I got to make sure I see nope. And then I got to go grocery shopping. So I got up at 7.30 a.m. I went grocery shopping. Then I went and worked at my second job all day because I could work as long as I had a negative test. And I got in what would normally be almost a full week's hours in one shift. Damn. <laughs> so I could get it out of the way so I didn't lose any money. And then I went and saw Nope at like 9.30 at night. So it was just like this long, exhausting day. And then I just hung around and watched movies the rest of the week. So that was fine. It was fine. And then Janine's feeling much better now. She It wasn't bad for her. It was mostly just sore throat and exhaustion. So she's doing better now. She's back to work. Everything's fine. So, And I'm back to work. And that's why a little bit why I'm tired because I had to catch up on five days and not being there because, God forbid, I don't answer the phone for five days. So <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah. So that's a bit. That's about it. That's all the excitement that's fit to print. But enough about us. I'm Mark Ellis Reagans. Why don't we uh, talk a little bit more about us? Why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more So Was Your Podcast? All right. So everybody can head on over to SoWasYourPodcast.com where you will find a brand new episode every week. You'll also find an occasional movie review from yours truly. Uh, You'll also find some reviews and some recommendations and interviews from the one and only Adam Wallyhawk. You'll also find our merchandise there t-shirts sweatshirts stickers coffee mugs all located in our t public store you'll also find our social media links there we have facebook twitter instagram tiktok so definitely get at us you can subscribe to us on itunes and leave us a five-star review while you're there if you can Uh, you can find our podcast wherever podcasts can be found and that's including the stitcher radio app podbean iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Good Pods. We have a YouTube page with new content premiering there regularly. So definitely check that out. We have a Patreon page where you can support the show. And for as little as a dollar a month, you'll receive exclusive content year round. Shout out to all of our buddies in the Geek World All Stars Podcast and Network. Back to you, Joey. Everybody's got to have a lover And you know that I'm a dirty mother This song has been in my head all day (laughs) (laughs) Bars Do you really not know what that is, Brent? I've never heard that before that is uh, Lorenzo, one of Lorenzo Lamas's songs from the fourth best breakdancing movie of 1984, Body Rock. Oh, I haven't seen it. I heard y'all talk about it, though. <laughs> Worth a watch for your show. It's free on YouTube. So it's oh, not even on Tubi. It's on YouTube for free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I didn't tell you. I just thought about that. The movie I wanted to bring y'all on for. I got a Blu-ray copy of it now right before it went out of print. I got rapping with Mario Van Peebles oh, on nice. Blu-ray. <laughs> that's what that, when y'all come on home also, that's what y'all watching. I'm gonna tell y'all. AKA that. breaking three electric boogaloo and some Damn right. Yeah. 
That's all y'all, Marcellus. I'm, I'm <laughs> ready for it, man. I am ready for it. All right. Well, uh, you know, we haven't been talking news lately. That's our new big format change that we've been uh, kind of scrimping on news. Uh, you know, if, if there's something to discuss, we're going to talk about it, but we're not going to scrape the bottom of the barrel, just forcing ourselves to talk about news just to have a segment. So we don't need to be talking about like ridiculous nonsense MCU rumors that'll never pan out or any nonsense like that. So if we got something to talk about, we're going to talk about it. And this week, uh, I think we got something to talk about. And that is besides everything else that got announced at San Diego Comic-Con, we got our first look at Black Panther colon uh, Wakanda forever coming out this November. It was the first trailer. I'm just going to give you the floor. Marcellus. what did you think about it? <laughs> I openly wept during this trailer. It's so good. So amazing. Because they haven't really released anything officially before this moment. Just like really, they didn't release it. Just like leaked blurry images of uh, t-shirts and shit. Uh, that's all that's been out lately. So to get like an official look at something, like I said before, they could have just put, you know, Ryan Coogler is making another movie, Wakanda Forever, and that's it. And I would have been happy with that. I didn't need anything else. But this trailer looks so epic. The visuals are amazing. Uh, if if you can give an Academy Award for best performance in a trailer, uh, Angela Bassett wins it hands down because she's amazing and her the only person that speaks dialogue in the trailer. Uh, I think it looks fantastic. It looks like it's going to be uh, an emotional roller coaster, but also a big, fun popcorn comic book movie. So uh, I cannot wait for this movie i am ready i'm lining up tomorrow so that's a, a five out of five on the patented colt 45 <laughs> give a fuck a meter damn right damn right <laughs> all right brent what did you think of the trailer i liked it but of course with me being like super music nerd i noticed the music more than anything the little bob marley kendrick lamar mashup actually sounded pretty damn good mixed together Usually I hate mashups because they like doing this a lot in trailers nowadays. They mash up songs or they like put like a techno beat over fucking um, Dr. Dre or something. It sound like garbage. But I actually like the way they, and they fit the trailer perfectly. So I actually like that more than anything. But, I, but by the end of the trailer, because they don't show, they show the Black Panther suit for like, what, two seconds at the very end, I think. Yeah, if that. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, if Angela Bassett ain't in that goddamn suit, <laughs> burn the theater down, damn it. Because that's, that's what it need because she had, like you said, she had all the lines. I'm like, this is all building up to her putting on that suit, right? We need Tina Turner in the Black Panther suit, goddammit. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's Shuri, uh, unless, uh, you know, some of the male characters have been skipping leg day. <laughs> I know I know you said, <laughs> I know you said you're not going to talk about rumors, but you know the big rumor everybody's saying with this being the multiverse saga now is that there's going to be alternate universe Killmonger is going to be Black Panther. I hope not. <laughs> I was about that. You listen to what you think about that. No. No, <laughs> Mark Ellis, I don't think you're on. The, I know how you feel about Michael B. Jordan, Mark, but yeah. would you be OK with that or no? No, nah, he's got enough on his plate. He's doing Black Superman and he's doing Creed three. So he's got plenty mm. on his plate. Man, He's, he, he's going to be in Hobbs and Shaw, too. Is, is there a Hobbs and Shaw, too? <laughs> well, he said Black Superman. Oh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's got enough in his plate. He's not going to be, he, he might do a cameo, but he's not going to be the new Black Panther. But uh, Brent, I agree with you. I didn't even think of that until today. You're mm. getting, you know, Academy Award winner, or at least nominee, if I remember correctly, Angela Bassett in this movie, but you're also getting 
Strange Days Angela Bassett. You're also getting there you go. gunpowder milkshake Angela Bassett in this movie. So, yes, when Mama Panther puts on the suit and starts kicking ass, I'm just going to die right there. <laughs> exactly. Her and Blade team up. That's the next movie after that. <laughs> and I got to say, too, I don't know fuck all about the Submariner other than like he's a secret character in the PS1 Spider-Man game when you put in the what if code. <laughs> That's literally all I know about this dude. So is he worth getting hype about? Because he yes. was trash in the video game. Okay. <laughs> Very much so. Yes. <laughs> so what what is he? Like he's just he's like like Marvel Aquaman? Um, more or less. I mean, in terms of powers, he's pretty much uh, Aquaman. He can fly, super strong, can breathe underwater. Um, he's the king of Atlantis. But he's it's more about like him as a character. So it, him and Aquaman are pretty much just like palette swaps. You know, okay. They're um Sub Zero and Scorpion, more or less. Mm. But he's a complete asshole. Um, <laughs> oh. You know, he, he he's just his personality. It's 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 a good clash with the uh, culture of Wakanda versus the culture of what he runs in uh, Atlantis. So it'll be pretty interesting how they do it. But yeah, I mean that that's his big thing is he's pretty much just a big asshole, and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> so in the trailer, it looked like he was beefing with you know Black Panther and all them, right? Yeah. Okay, he's he's also a mutant because he's uh, oh. Atlantean uh, father and a. Um, a human mother. So much like Miss Marvel, he's uh, another mutant showing up. So you think they might throw a Wolverine at the end or something? Wolverine come help out Black Panther at the end? Just fuck it. I hope not. Because <laughs> I know I did see like Ironheart was in this trailer, right? Yes. Okay. I thought I, well, I mean, they literally show a heart coming out of iron. So I don't know why I even asked that question. It's like, <laughs> but that's what I was wondering about. That's why I was saying the thing about Angela Bassett being Black Panthers. I was like, maybe it'll be Shuri and Ironheart teaming up fighting while somebody else is Black Panther go out there. That's what it looked like in the trailer anyway. Where's Mbaku? Get him in the. Oh, yeah. They, they showed him for like two seconds. That's right. Yeah. I like him. He's yeah. awesome. Uh, yeah. The trailer looks great. I'm excited. It's uh, pretty exciting to see what they're going to do with uh, Namor and Atlantis. It's exciting to see what they're going to do with the storyline going forward with no Chadwick Boseman. Um, Brent, did you want them to re- – were you a recast guy or were you a uh, just move on? Nah, just move on because everybody – if you, whoever – that would be a thankless-ass job for whoever did it because all you're going to do is get compared the whole time. So it's like just just move on. You didn't want to be the coy in Vance of Wakanda? I don't even know who that is, so there you go. <laughs> Mark, you know who that is. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. You don't know who that is? Am I on a lonely island here with my Dukes of Hazard knowledge? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, very much. <laughs> did, that, did that shake any cobwebs for you, Mark? No. Uh yeah, a little bit. There was a there was a you know, when I was a kid, I loved the Dukes of Hazard because it was the most popular thing in the world. And uh, you know, I one time I brought home my friend's um General Lee car, and you know, it had the Confederate flag on the roof. (laughs) My parents were like, Get the (laughs) fuck out of here with that. (laughs) And that was the end of my Dukes of Hazard watching. So, uh, fantastic. Yeah. Um, (laughs) short shorts and racism. It's a great show. Um, in the third season, uh, the two main characters, Bo and Luke, disappeared and were replaced by cousins Coy and Vance. Oh. Which were completely different actors because there was a contract dispute. So they just completely wrote them out of the of the thing. And we're like, here's these new guys. Don't worry. That look like exactly like them. Don't worry <laughs> about it. And I think one of them was Ken Wall from the uh, taking of Beverly Hills. So. Oh, wise guy. Yeah. yeah. 
See, now that movie, I know. I love that movie. That was four stars right there. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, um, so you you are not a recast guy, Brent. Nah, just move on. Mark? Yeah, I'm not a recast guy either. If, like, if for some reason Chris Evans, like, made Winter Soldier, right? He's Captain America. And then he, like, you know, gets arrested for beating up someone or goes to jail or something like that right or he like choke slams a girl on the red carpet or uh, kidnaps <laughs> people exactly exactly and they recast you know you wouldn't want them to recast captain america you don't want some other schmuck to show up as captain america you know chris evans is captain america robert downey jr is iron man chadwick Bozeman is black panther you don't want anyone else to step into that until they completely reboot the entire universe okay all right. I, I, I have no skin in the game on that one, um, <laughs> literally. Uh, but I, I can kind of see where you're going. It just feels too raw. I mean, if yeah. we're talking like, like, all right, so let's say this is like 2002's hottest superhero movie. And then they're making a new Black Panther movie in like 2009 or 10. Like we've had like 10 years to get over it. Okay. I can kind of see. All right. We'll try another actor. But man, it, it just feels too raw. This doesn't, it just doesn't feel right to say that, like, here's so-and-so. I don't know if it's any random poor actor that would have to try to live up to that. Um, just this, here's, like, they, and you know how Marvel is. It'd be like, here's some guy that was on two episodes of, like, Turbo uh, Power Rangers tale. <laughs> hey. And then this poor guy's got to pretend to be Black Panther now. So uh, I don't know, man. I just I, I, I kind of see both sides of it. Because I know Montego from Fans on Patrol is all about, like, recast, recast, recast. Yeah. But. I could see both sides of it. I just, I almost lean more towards recast because I don't want to lose the character. I just mm. can't picture anybody else being the character. <laughs> like I just can't Put do it. Like Odenzel in there, right? Like I, I'm like <laughs> all I'm all in on recast until I have to think about seeing somebody else actually doing it, and then I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. This <laughs> 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 doesn't look right. Well, thankfully, you know, maybe Ryan Gosling's not busy. Oh fuck! <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that shit. <laughs> now the only way I would accept the recast is if it's either uh Denzel's son, uh John David Washington, oh, or Terrence Howard. I think he should just come back into the MCU. <laughs> Terrence Howard all up. day. He and he should show up as Black Panther, as T'Challa, and then have the same line that Rhodey had when he replaced him as Iron Man. It's me, I'm here, get over it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What about um oh, the guy that played the last dragon? He could do it. Oh, show up. Timak or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he's about the right age, you know? He's in, still in good shape. He could do all the karate. He's why awesome. He Billy Blanks for all that. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Star of Immortal Combat. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, uh, Brent, what is your score on the patented Colt 45 give a fuck a meter? Five being the best fucks, the amount of fucks, and one to zero being no fucks given. Eh, about four. I get a four. Four? Yeah, about four. No, see, you you see it. See, if you listen to your hustle podcast, you'll understand. That's a big thing. I, like, I know I love y'all guys. I listen to y'all talk about all these movies because I usually don't watch all of them. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm kind of there. I, I pick and choose my Marvel, and then right. the shit I don't care that a lot about, I listen to y'all. So like with Thor, Love and Thunder, like I gave no fucks. So I just listened to y'all talk about it. It was Miss Marvel. I gave no fucks. So I listened to y'all talk about it. Nice. You know, y'all like those movies. So maybe one day when it's streaming. But I normally like I'm I'm eh with Marvel. It's eh with comic book movies in general. Like if it's something stupid, 
Like, give me a dumbass comic book character. I'll watch that all day. Like, I, I'm tempted to watch Morbius. I was just about to say that, man. We got, we got Morbius right here. We're just waiting for Fucking Morbin time right now. <laughs> Morbius and Bloodshot double featured. Oh, that's up my alley. That's the dumb shit I like. Oh, God. <laughs> that's three stars right there from Mark. More uh, from uh, fucking Bloodshot. I stand exactly. by that shit. I stand by that shit. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Mark Callis Reagan's your five out of five. I'm a five out of five. So we are all uh, all in on Black Panther. It's not like we're not going to go see it anyway. So no, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go see it. That is what we've got for news for you. We wanted to discuss that Black Panther trailer. And now we're going to jump into our review. Of the latest movie from Jordan Peele. Nope. So to get started. We all had a chance to check it out in the theater. We're going to talk a little bit non-spoiler. Then Mark Ellis will drop the drop delineating spoilers. So if you haven't seen it yet, uh, you can know to duck out. You'll at least have an idea of what we thought and some other things. And the rest of you can stick around for some more discussion. To get started, Brent, how was your theater-going experience? I get made fun of all the time for how much I love going to the movies and the pageantry <laughs> of it all. How was your movie-going experience? It was not bad. It was a, it was a uh, empty theater for the most part. I went to uh, me and my brother went to go see it around like noon. Okay. There was maybe like eight people there other than us, so it was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> I was laughing because your girl actually popped up on screen, <laughs> and I immediately thought about you. I even sent you a picture on my phone that it's a, and I I never really pay attention to that shit. I normally try and get there kind of late so that I don't see all that extra shit. But then I heard that laugh, Joey. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Could you <laughs> imitate the laugh for us? <laughs> <laughs> that's the best I can do for you. I was dying in the theater because I'm like, I meet, I'm like, oh, that's all Joey right there. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, my favorite part of the theater experience, though, and this is it's OK, I don't I'm no spoilers about maybe like there's 30 minutes of movie left. Right. Yep. Oh, uh, look like probably a mom and a grandma came in with three kids, probably oh, about goodness. five, six years old. Oh. 30 minutes left in the movie. <laughs> they sat down and it was at the part where everything was just going crazy. When Daft Punk was driving around, I ain't gonna spoil it. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> and the kids are sitting with their popcorn, just like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. And when the shit pops off, they're covering their eyes oh, in the theater. Nice. And me and my brother burst out laughing. Because, <laughs> like, probably like a minute or two later, you just seen them all get up and scurry out the theater. It was the best. <laughs> Not only is that movie completely inappropriate for kids that age, how could you walk in 30 minutes from the end and have (laughs) any fucking idea what was happening in the movie? (laughs) I was telling my brother, that's the shit we did. Like when we used to sneak into movies, like waiting on the next one. Like, I know they weren't sneaking in. They had big ass things of popcorn. You ain't thinking nowhere. That was hilarious. I was like, because I was telling my brother, maybe they accidentally thought they was walking into because none of the theater screens, you know, they have the number and the name of the movie on us on the little LED thing. Right. They were blank. So I don't oh. know, maybe they walked into the wrong theater. <laughs> they thought it was uh, Paws of Fury. Yeah. <laughs> They're looking for minions. Is that minions? <laughs> wow, the legend of Hank is pretty serious out here. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Marcellus Reagans, how was your theater going experience? Yeah, my experience was fine. No big issues at all. Got there nice and early. Got my popcorn. Uh, seats were fine. The theater was... It wasn't packed, but it was uh, probably three quarters of the way filled. So nice, nice audience, nice responsive audience. So yeah, yeah, it was it was good. Cool. Yeah, no, I I got there early. I went on Thursday night, so it was uh, technically a work night for people that have like normal work schedule. 
Jones. <laughs> and I got there around that early because as I always do, um, got to sit through newbie, see my girl, Maria, all the previews. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the, the it, it, there was no one there for like almost the entire time the pre-show was going on. There was no one there. And I'm like thinking to myself, like one of the only things I'm legitimately scared of in life is being abducted by aliens. I know it's irrational. I know it's stupid, but I've just been horrified of it ever since I was a kid. And it, to the point where there were there were times when I was a kid, I was so scared about it that I would just not sleep for four or five days. Yeah. And then I would be like, at, I'd get to a point where I'd be like, just don't fucking wake me up when you're probing me. And I'd go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I was like, oh, man, I'm just sit alone in this movie theater and watch this scary ass movie about aliens. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> and then a whole bunch of people showed up like right as the previews were starting, which pissed me off. Cause like, how could you like miss the newbie in the previews? But um, for the most part, they were all good. Everybody was quiet. There wasn't a ton of people. Um, at some point, somebody yelled out, fuck that cloud. Um, <laughs> Put down a t-shirt. That's right. <laughs> I, other than that, it was, it was a pretty, uh, pretty quiet, uh, Pretty quiet time in the movies. Uh, walking out afterwards, and, and this isn't out a spoiler, but walking out afterwards, uh, most people just seem bewildered or confused. So mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I was thinking to myself as I walked out that this was not a four quadrant pleaser, no. uh, and it would not be cha- <laughs> challenging uh, Top Gun Maverick at the box office this weekend. <laughs> but that you know that was going to the movies. But what did we think? Non spoiler about Nope, Marcellus Riggins. I had such a good time watching this movie. There's a point uh, where you, well, maybe other people will figure it out before I did, but there's a point where I finally figured out what it was about, like what two kind of genres or kind of classic films that it was kind of merging together. And I lost my fucking mind at that point. I'm like, yes, bring it on, bring it on. So yeah, I had a great time with this movie. There's definitely a lot to chew on. I need to go watch it again. Because it's one of those movies that I I enjoy, I had a great time in the experience of it, and then the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, I really want to dissect it a little bit more. Um, so yeah, I I thought it was great. I can't wait to watch it again. Awesome. All right, uh, Brent, what'd you think of Nope? I had a lot of fun watching it. I was in the theater the whole time. There were points where I noticed it. Like I was like, literally, I know that's always the you know the oh you're on the edge of the seat, but no, I was literally sitting. I was sit up on the edge of my seat watching the movie. My brother too. Because I went into it thinking it was going to be one thing and it completely flipped. And I loved doing that. I was like, oh, that's what this is, huh? Because I kind of, I, I had a feeling about it at one point. And so when it finally happened, I was like, ha ha, fucking knew it. Smarter <laughs> than you. I liked it a lot, Joey. Fantastic. Uh, I'm going to echo you guys. I absolutely loved this movie. Uh, I, I just, it, it it's exactly like you guys said, like you said, Brent, and like you said, Mark, it, it's, it's not what you thought it was walking in. And that's to me, and I'm sure to you guys was great. Um, I think maybe to general public people, uh, are not going to be as happy with the movie having watched it. It's, it's like I said, it's not a four quadrant banger. I can understand now why it maybe isn't doing as well financially as it should, in my opinion, because I think it's amazing. Uh, it, I don't know how you market this to like, the, like you can like any, any better than they did. Like you, right. like, how do you explain this to somebody like what this fucking movie is about? Like it's very hard. Um, 
I, I, there were a couple people online that were like, oh, I don't want to see it because I, I didn't like us all that much. And I read a bunch of spoilers. Mm. I'm thinking to myself, like, how could you read what happened in this movie? Just read it out and have it make a lick of fucking sense. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I thought it was great. It was terrifying at points. Uh, It was edge of your seat, exciting at points. Uh, There's a lot, there's disturbing shit in here that I'm, I'm not joking. I'm going to make it up. Like I'm not making it up. They were, I'm five days out from seeing it. And some of that shit has still stuck with me. And I I just can't stop thinking about it. It's fucking with my head because it's some disturbing ass shit. Hmm. Uh, that happens in this movie that I had no idea was even in this movie because um, it's not shown in the trailers at all. And, and fantastic sound design. It looks amazing. Uh, you know, I am, I'm all in on, on Nope. Uh, fantastic. So we all loved it. If you haven't seen it, avoid spoilers at all costs and get yourself to the movie theater, preferably in IMAX. I've heard this looks gorgeous in IMAX, but, uh, you know, I can't afford that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> there aren't really any IMAX theaters within a reasonable driving distance of us. So yeah, it, it, it wasn't happening, but I've heard this is gorgeous in IMAX. So, uh, check it out on the biggest screen you can find. Come on back and the rest of you stick around. Cause now we are going to spoil. Nope. We're now let's talk about spoilers here. Uh, I've got some spoilers. One clear <laughs> spoiler. Yeah, Here's a spoiler. You will die alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Marcellus Reagans, give me some things that you liked about this movie. So, you know, the floor is yours. Go as long as you want. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Uh, so, you know, there's. There was the trailers that came out. There was the commercials that came out. And there was this, you know, if you don't want to know anything about Nope, don't watch any of the new commercials, right? But me me being me, I watched them anyway. So I'm like, all right, I I think I have an idea of what the movie is about, more or less. And then it's, it's probably not halfway through, but there's a point where you see what the spaceship is or you see what the spaceship can do. And I'm like, holy shit, this is... Close Encounters of the Third Kind, but with Jaws mixed together. It's jaw. It's a flying Jaws. And then my Spielberg mm-hmm. loving heart just like exploded. I'm like, this is the best <laughs> thing ever. I'm, I'm all about this. So, yeah, I thought the performances were really good. I thought Kiki Palmer was amazing. Uh, it was nice to see Michael Wincott back in a movie. <laughs> I haven't seen him forever. He has one of my favorite lines in a movie ever in The uh, the Crow, the Brandon Lee, The Crow movie, where he's like... Mm. Quick impression for you. Caw, caw, bang, fuck, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite lines. Yeah, I thought all the performances were good. I thought the I thought Steven Yoon was amazing. The scene of the uh the monkey TV show, uh, the massacre that, that happened. <laughs> oh my god. Like when you first see it, it's like, oh shit, that's kind of brutal. And then you get like later on in the movie, they give you like a more kind of detailed version of it. I was fucking petrified, dude. That scene was just super intense, super intense. Um, I love the ending. You know, I ha- again, I have to watch it again just to s- make sure that I understand what the way, understand the story the way that I think I understand it. But uh, I thought the whole movie was just a fun ride. I loved almost everything about it. And the scenes of, of them being outside, like in a the open field, fucking beautiful gorgeous Mm -hmm. almost makes me want to go out uh not to california but at least out in the big desert Mm -hmm. for some of that sky almost 
almost. But uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I can't wait to go see it again. All right. Uh, Brent, how about you? Things that you liked about the movie? Like I said, I love that they surprised me with the homie Keith David. Automatically love the movie when I see the homie in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess it's spoilers, but he's not there very long. But, you know, he's there, though. Uh, <laughs> you you can spoil away. We are in spoilers. So oh, yeah. He gets fucking murdered. So he's not there very long. <laughs> but <laughs> I was. uh, It's that. Co- ah, well, I guess I can spoil it. What the fuck am I worried about? But I knew something. I knew it wasn't going to be aliens somehow. That's so when they they started spitting all the shit out of the sky. Yeah. I was like, because I, I was thinking to myself, it's almost like it's spitting some shit up. So I'm like, I wonder if it's like going to be like a little monster or something actually in the sky. So I was like, that gave it kind of, it didn't give it away, but it gave me, I started thinking about that from that moment on right in the beginning. And then I was like, I fucking knew it. But, um, but no, I did. I love the twist and everything. I love the scene with the monkey. Like y'all were talking about, like I fucking, it gave me Congo vibes. <laughs> oh God. In a good way though. right? In a good way. Yeah. But I, um, because I didn't, I didn't know what the hell that was going to connect to throughout the movie. Then when Steven Yeun shows their little room, and I was like, oh. But I was kind of trying to connect, like, what the fuck that had to do with the alien thing? Because I know there's the part where like he he's hiding under the table, and everybody else is like running around or doing whatever. And the whole, I guess, one of the themes of the movie is that you know you gotta respect the predator or whatever the fuck. Right. So I was like, is this, was this him? Like, since he was like hiding away and not really fucking with it, it like showed him love. And so he tried to take that with the alien and try and, you know, make it happy and appease right. and all that so he don't get it, fucked up. It was the bad miracle. He took the wrong lesson from that happening to him. Yeah. <laughs> it cost a whole bunch of other people their lives. <laughs> I have to say, I did love that. I love that they didn't, like, fuck around with that. Like, they died. Yes. Like, it wasn't none of that, oh, they're, we going to get them out there. No, they're fucking dead. And that scene, too, Joey, like... It takes a lot in horror movies to get a reaction out of me, but that shot where they showed him actually getting sucked up into like the, I guess the esophagus or whatever yep. the hell it is, I was like, ooh, and like, I felt something when I saw it. I was like, oh fuck that, <laughs> like it got a legit reaction out of me. Like the stuff with the monkey, it was like it was cool. I like, but that that was the one time that the movie I was like, oh, mm-hmm. like yeah, nah, because I was just imagine it's like a flying sarlacc pit or some shit. Yes, yep. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and then when it like, because you hear him every time it flies by, you hear him screaming. And I was just imagine like you just sitting in your house, you just hear that shit go by at night. <laughs> like, like, especially you said you scared of alien invasions. Like I know that yeah. legit shitting yourself that ever happened. <laughs> but then you hear that crunch though, and I was like, Ooh, oh, yeah, that fucking sound effect. It legit echoed in the theater and everything too. So I was like, yeah, that whole segment right there, I was just like, oh, I fuck with this. I love this. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times, you know, because I, I got the same Spielberg vibes that Markellis got. I'm like, oh, I've never seen Close Encounters of the Third Kind, but I've seen Jaws. So I was thinking a lot about Jaws and like maybe some Jurassic Park or something mixed in because they keep fucking with these predators or whatever. Right. And um, so it was kind of like because I know Spielberg movies always have some kind of like, you know, magic to them or something. But it's just kind of like Spielberg was like, fuck it. We're going to just kill a bunch of people real quick. (laughs) (laughs) So I love that part about it. And I actually like the ending. And I love the ending a lot because like y'all were saying, when people got about the theater, there were so many people that was like, what the fuck? Literally out loud. And I loved it because <laughs> it's almost like the same way I love showing PJ David Lynch movies and just had seen him go like, what the fuck? <laughs> so it gave me that same base thrill that I love seeing people have because I kind—I figured I got the ending. So I'm like, I wasn't really like, what the fuck? But I do want to see it again. And that's mm-hmm. a sign that I liked it because I do want to see it again. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought the movie was phenomenal. I thought it was well shot. It was well acted. Um I don't know how to say. It. I always want to say Daniel Kaluuya, like the fucking drink. <laughs> how, how do you say his last name? Kaluuya. 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 Yeah, that's what I've been saying. Fucking phenomenal in this movie. 
and he barely has any lines. It's mm-hmm. all like physical acting, but we all know a person like that. Don't we all know that kind of person <laughs> that don't talk that much, but you know, they're always like, nah, rr, mm, rr. Mm-hmm. and he just fucking nailed it, dude. Um, there's so many parts of this movie. that are so well shot. The one that killed me, I, I thought I was going to have to get up and leave the movie theater. I'm not <laughs> joking. Was when the little kids are pretending to be aliens in the oh, barn. Right. <laughs> dude. First of all, it's so well shot. Mm-hmm. The when he f- goes in and turns the light off, and then it turns back on. He turn or it turns off. I don't remember what happened. It <laughs> went back on or went off. He turns around, and the way the first one kind of just like unfurls in the in the distance, starts walking towards him. I'm like, oh fuck this shit! <laughs> this shit! I'm not watching this movie. I'm starting to cry. I'm like, I don't want to watch this, man. <laughs> But it, it, it was just really scary and it was well shot. Unfortunately, they were uh, just little kids, so we didn't get to see actual aliens, but it was a good fake out yeah. for that. Um, all the stuff with uh, Gordy the Chimp was disturbing as fuck. Mm-hmm. And it, it just the whole movie just had it, but it was just that sense of impending dread. So like we saw like kind of aftermath of it to start. And then Stephen Yoon's character kind of tells us about it, but he's real weird about it. And so you're like, man, this is just some fucked up. And then when it starts, it starts like the scene starts, like show you what's going to happen. And you kind of know at that point what's going to happen. And like, you can't do anything about it. Right. (laughs) Fuck. Like you got to sit there and just watch this fucking monkey. Like, and it's not quick. It's not like, oh, you know, this happened and quick cuts. And then we cut away and something. No, man, like. It walks around, goes back over, eats that girl's face some more, pounds on her chest, kills the <laughs> other guy, comes back, eats her face some more. <laughs> like, that shit was, oh, that was just disturbing. That shit is like stuck with me for days, man. That is rough. Yeah. And then, uh, the, to me, the saddest character in the whole movie was that fucking chick that got her face eat. Mm-hmm. Yes. She got all fucked. that. All that. She gets invited to the fucking <laughs> amusement park so she can get sucked up in the nope cloud and get eaten. <laughs> that poor fucking woman. Oh, God. Out of anybody, out of anybody in this movie, if we could get an after credit scene of her, like, crawling out of the thing or right. something, be like, Jesus Christ, like... Please. <laughs> I don't, there, poor woman. There was a part of me that thought that she got away because I'm like, there's no way, you know, she would get sucked up in that because she's been through enough. Yeah. And then when the guy's like, you know, there's a wheelchair on your roof. I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm saying. That's why I loved it because it gave no fucks. You all right. die. <laughs> right. Right. The sound design in this movie is phenomenal. And you touched mm-hmm. on it, Brent. A lot of times the cloud like flies over and you hear the fucking people inside like screaming mm-hmm. or you hear uh, the horses screaming inside of it. Like, cause it's fucking eating them. Yeah. Uh, and, there was that one scene where they're all sucked up in there and they're like kind of climbing around and they figure out what the fuck's going on. That was terrifying. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it was scary, man. This is scary, scary shit. And it wasn't like, oh, uh, something jumps out and goes boo or like jump scare shit. It was just like disturbing fucking stuff. And then the more you think about it, the more like scary it gets. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. Um, but the movie looks fantastic. I loved the final scene with them kind of fighting the thing. Um, just the, the the visual of how they use the wacky wave waving arm guys. Yeah, 
I thought that was awesome. It was kind of scary at the same time. Um, and of course we got a couple great references at the end of the movie. Did you guys pick up on the fucking Akira bike slide? I did. I loved it. Oh my God. I lost <laughs> I my, was so hype. I lost my fucking mind when I'd seen Evan. <laughs> like, oh. this is amazing. Fantastic. And of course the Nope cloud itself, Mark, uh, I know Brent hasn't watched it, but it, it kind of gave you a, uh, angels from Evangelion vibe. Too. <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right then that's what i was thinking to afterwards i'm like is this like an angel thing yeah so uh it, it definitely wasn't evangelion though because there weren't any uh 15 year old girls <laughs> you're supposed to uncomfortably crush on so um <laughs> at least we didn't have that in it but yeah and i mean acting wise casting wise everything pitch perfect I, I thought all the actors were fantastic in this all the way down to even just random schmoes in the backgrounds. You know, just everything was fucking awesome in this. And it's so fucking scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what about bad things? Was there anything you didn't like, Mark, in this movie? Hmm. <laughs> anything that I didn't like. Uh, you know, like I legitimate. Like, I mean, obviously, you probably don't like watching a monkey maul like 14 <laughs> people, but I mean, like that you didn't like movie wise. <laughs> yeah, I kind of wish that there was, and you know, it's this is not me thinking I'm a better storyteller than Jordan Peele by any, any stretch <laughs> of the imagination, but I kind of, I was kind of sad to see uh, Michael Wincott's character, you know, go out to get the perfect shot, even though they already filmed the thing. And he looks and it's like, oh, it's magic hour. So, you know, if you're a cinematographer and it's magic hour, that's like, you know, that's like a trap. You, you got to go and film something. So him like getting eaten by the thing and the film not being preserved that I was kind of bummed about. Um, but other than that, like, you know, it's one of those movies that you really have to think about. Well, not really have to think about, but you there's a there's a lot more meaning to it than what you get right on the surface. So something that I didn't like, if I watch it again, I'll probably completely have a, a different take on it. So mm. there's nothing in a movie that like offended me at all. Okay. Uh, I all enjoyed right. the hell out of it. All right. Uh, Brent, was there anything you didn't like about this movie? It's hard. I actually like the moment I, I left the theater, I was thinking to myself, I was like, what the hell am I going to say for a dislike in this movie? Because I legit couldn't think of nothing for a minute. Only things I could really think of is one is the same thing as Markellis. I thought the shit, I can't remember his name. The fake Lance Henriksen dude. <laughs> Great value, Lance Henriksen. There you go. Lance Bendrickson. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that that was, I was like, that was dumb. I didn't like that at all. I'm like, why the fuck? Because like you said, you got the footage. And I get, I guess that's his. He's like, oh, I got to go get the perfect shot. I'm like, bro, Why? I was like, that's I, dumb. I think that might be part of the theme of the movie is the hubris of everybody like trying to get a picture of this thing instead of just leaving it the fuck alone. Yeah, I thought that, too. I'm just like, eh, I don't know. Like, some kind of commentary on social media. I don't know. Well, T Daft Punk definitely was. Yeah. I laughed at that part. That shit was hilarious because I told my brother because I'm like, he about to get yeeted off this bike. I know it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> His ass flew off and started screaming. I died in the theater. <laughs> Somebody probably was mad at me. But um, I I guess I need to see Evangelion because when I saw the final form of the alien, I was like, eh, I didn't care much for it. I was like, that's I was like, it looked like a, they're getting chased by a big ass parachute now. He wasn't some burrow, <laughs> now it's a parachute. It looked like the fucking parachute that you would play up with on field day back in elementary school. Oh, that's God, what I know me. exactly what you're yeah. talking about. You know, yeah, that's what it, I was like, they're getting chased by the field day thing. But um, 
But I guess it's nitpicky shit because I couldn't really think of nothing. And the only other thing I could think is real nitpicky here, but and this is because this is just specific to me. But I had an ex girlfriend that Kiki Palmer was pretty much her. Oh, and so the, the whole time watching this movie, I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> PTSD kicking in like a motherfucker right now. Other than those three things, like that's about it. I can't really think of much else. I, I liked it a lot, so I did. I did that. That was two days of me thinking to even come up with those. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of in the same boat as you guys. If I have to like sit here and try to think of something I didn't like about it, I would say honestly, the uh, the Daft Punk camera guy showing up was probably mm. the only time I was taken out of the movie and was like, oh, that's a weird choice. It just it just hadn't been set up nah. at all. So like if even like some lines or some phone like a missed phone call or some something to indicate that somewhere outside of our characters and I know they had they just had um like the TV news had been like oh people are missing no one knows why mm-hmm. but I, I just, it needed like an, another line or, or just some way to to introduce that guy before he just randomly shows up looking like Daft Punk on a motorcycle. <laughs> And then was he TMZ? Did they actually like, like they name dropped it, name drop it? Or yeah. was it just like that, that way that was their way of kind of like indicating what type of person he was just like a looky loo um, there to film everything. Well, like, I, yeah, I don't know. She said he was TMZ and he didn't really like counter that. So yeah, yeah. I'm going to say that, it, that he was. It just seemed weird. It just kind of came out of nowhere. And it was in the middle of this extremely tense scene with mm-hmm. them versus the flying saucer that we all, almost had a Thor love and thunder moment where we had to pause to make a joke about TMZ on the bike. Um, <laughs> and I appreciate why we got the bike and we got the Akira bike slide yes. moment and the rest of the movies, you know, amazing. It just me. I just wish it had been introduced a little bit better. And that is a huge nitpick. That's really all I got other than, oh. you know, the, I love the movie. And I understand like what he's doing as a director. He's making these big budget feature length Twilight Zone episodes. Mm-hmm. He's a huge Twilight Zone fan. We know that. And these these are basically modern day Tales from the Crypt Twilight Zone episodes that he's making and using as metaphors for stuff. And it's fantastic. But also, a part of me almost wishes it could be a dumbed down a tiny bit. <laughs> <laughs> I just want more people to appreciate how great these movies are. And I feel like if you took it from a 10 out of 10 on the, on the, on 11, it's going up to 11 on the, uh, on the scale and maybe bright down to like a nine explained a little bit about what was going on. We might be able to get some more money in, but that's super nitpicky. So that's really all I had for negatives on the movie. I got a question for you. I just had a thought real quick. Yeah. Instead of TMZ, what did it fit have been? Because the dude Angel had that the little woman coworker. What if it had been her that showed up because she'd been like being nosy watching what he was doing? What if it was her? That would have worked. That would have actually worked better because it would have made more sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't have to be. Uh, it, the, the fact that it happened wasn't the problem. It was just it seemed so out of nowhere that all of a sudden this guy dressed like Daft Punk with like 50 cell phones and cameras shows up like it could have been. <laughs> Uh, it could have been a local newsman. It could, you know what I mean? Like there, mm-hmm. there could have been other ways to bring it up. Instead, it just felt like a brand new character appears for yeah. no reason, out of nowhere. That's it's so nitpicky, but it, it's probably the only like bad part of the movie, I think. And yeah. everything that happens with them is cool. Everything that happens <laughs> with them is fine. It's just the way we get there is a little rough. So maybe I'm out of line. I don't know, Mark. No, no, I agree. They're a little pre 
introduction to him getting onto the field or him trying to get on getting past the reporters or something, I think that would have helped out a lot. But yeah, I, I, I agree with you. But, uh, you know, again, she needs to have a motorcycle and the monster needs to eat. <laughs> <laughs> that creature's got to eat somebody. So, yeah, right. I, he, he, he served his purpose. All right. Well, we got to discuss a few things. Um, what do you, Mark, what do you think is the theme? You, Brent, feel free to jump in. What is, what is the theme of this movie? Like, what, what is, what are we trying to talk about here? <laughs> what is happening in this movie? Right, so there's like probably about five different themes that are happening in this movie. And there, and what I think it is, is probably completely wrong. No okay. one's, no one's ever going to know. Like Jordan Peele's never going to be like, that guy's right. Or that's not wrong. That's not, that's Maybe not right at will. all. You never know. No, he won't. <laughs> <laughs> trust me if he if he's not going to explain us he's not going to explain this movie fuck that mm. uh so yeah there's a there's a bunch of different things um i'm gonna say that the one thing that i took out of it is hollywood is just a big ugly machine that likes to take people and chew them up and spit them out uh you know there's the footage in the, in the air over your farm <laughs> yes <laughs> there's the footage of the um the first one of the first moving pictures ever made it's a, a black man on a horse riding a horse. Mm-hmm. We know the photographer. We know the horse's name is Annie G. No one knows who the black rider is. Like that's just lost in history. And that for real. Um, so yeah, it's I. One of the things I took of it took out of it is there's uh, just a big corporate machine that loves to take unsuspecting people or people who are not paying attention, chew them up, and spit them out. All right, Brent, what do you think is the theme of this movie? Again, I don't know if it's true or not, but one of the thing I got from it is uh, not to be like exploiting shit for real. Because like I said earlier, you had them exploiting a the little monkey or whatever it was, and mm-hmm. then they got fucked up. Yep. And then he went out here exploiting the little alien, trying to have his little shows and everything, and then he got fucked up. So he's like, respect the predator. And the, <laughs> don't forget the horse at the beginning of the movie right. almost That's kicked right. that uh, lady right in the face because she was yeah. fucking around. She was yeah. going to find out. That shit, yeah. They flashing lights all in his face and everything. So that's kind of what I got out of it is that motherfuckers need to get some respect out here. Because <laughs> I was trying to think about this because I know that, you know, there's always like some theme of like black life in the movies. Of course, get mm-hmm. out being obvious as fuck. Yeah. But, so I was trying to correlate like, what the fuck would it be in this movie? <laughs> I don't know if you had the same thought, Marcellus, but I was legit trying to think like, what? How does this relate to the black experience? And I think you nailed it right there with what you were saying. Yeah, white Hollywood. That's what. That's mm-hmm. what I think it is. I didn't think about that. That's actually probably I, I like that theme better, really, because I can see that. Joey, what did you think of it? What what, what theme <laughs> did you get out of it? Um, that white people should uh, chew up things and spit them out. <laughs> That's no, right, that's I'm, already, I'm kidding. That's already, they do everything. I know that's already been <laughs> happening, dude. You took it took this movie for you to figure that out. I figured it out. Um, no, um, I I really felt like it was a, almost like a commentary on just people like chasing. They were like chasing fame, mm. like everything that happens with this cloud monster is escalated because they want to take a picture of it. Everything that happens to Steven Yoon is because he has to make a TV, a show out of this thing. And the people that, you know, they, they had to, they had to make a TV show out of this monkey and the fucking TMZ guy shows up. He wants pictures and he wants to make a spectacle out of this thing. He can't just leave it alone. Like, I don't, I don't know how to just really like 
describe it, but it's, it's it almost felt like don't fuck with shit and leave it alone. All yeah. the bad things that happened to the people in this movie were all because they couldn't just say leave this fucking thing alone. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. That's basically what I was trying to say. You said it better than I did. It was, yeah, just respect it and all that type of shit. Right. That's what they told him in the beginning with the horse. He's like, yo, respect the horse, bro. You flashing lights all in my man face. Why you got your ass kicked almost? <laughs> but then he, he himself fell, fell victim to it because mm-hmm. he was even saying it's not, it's not a ship. It's a predator, you know, and, and you can, we, we try to break it, but we might not be able to. Um, but even then at the end of the day, he was still the one, you know, he was still participating in all of it. Even when the thing came over and dumped ground up dead bodies all over the yeah. house, they didn't fucking stop. And I do love that, you know, at the very end of the movie, she gets a picture of it. But that's all it is, is just a single picture of a thing. Mm-hmm. And who knows if that's ever going to matter in the long run at all. Because the guy from Fry's was like, is this going to matter? Is what we're doing worth it? And Nobody can really say, yeah, it is. So this is 100% worth it. This is going to make people's lives better. It's not. It's just them demanding that they take a picture of this thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they couldn't back off and leave it alone. And when they finally get the picture at the end, it, does it really mean anything? Nah, that's Photoshop, Joey. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like it's a single photo of this thing flying in the sky that let you could probably say looks like a bug close up to the camera and nobody would because they already did that. They had the praying mantis on the on the camera. Right. And it looked like a monster when it was in the camera, but it was just a bug. So, yeah, I don't know. That That's kind of what I took away from it. But we got to talk a little bit about Jordan Peele as a filmmaker. And I'm, I'm going to pull this out. And Mark, I know you hate him. <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan Fuck that guy. was another uh, filmmaker <laughs> came out. Oh, what would you say? It was like 99 or late 90s? For sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Came out right out the box. Three big hit movies, all not the same. I wouldn't say they're the same vein as this, but the kind of idea. They were like harder genre movies, I guess. It wasn't Armageddon. It was, (laughs) you know, these were like horror or sci-fi, you know, that type of thing that, that wanted your audience to think a little bit more. And famously, he was on the cover of Newsweek as the next Spielberg. (laughs) (laughs) But I wanted to see who you thought had the stronger first three movies. So he has Sixth Sense, Unbreakable, and Signs. Jordan Peele has Get Out, Us, and Nope. Marcellus Reagans, put aside your hatred (laughs) of M. Night Shyamalan. And what do you think? Break it down. You are the film master. Break it down. You know, that's it's a little bit tough. I'm not going to lie, because there's definitely some hints of signs in Nope. Like, yeah, there's definitely Mm -hmm. some signs influences on there. So I think I think Nope's a better movie than Signs. So easily. Definitely. (laughs) But again, Signs has that. I don't know. Signs is a lot more solid movie than his other his other movie so all right so for the top three i'm gonna say it's got to be jordan peele because as much as six Sense kind of blew the doors off of movies i think get out uh is a much stronger story i think the script mm-hmm. for get out is a lot more solid than the the magic trick of six Sense, and then mm-hmm. everything else is kind of a tie okay so just you're gonna tie those other two movies, and you're going to give Jordan Peele the nod because Get Out over Sixth Sense. Yes. 
All right. <laughs> and not because of Last Airbender. Or Lady in the Water. <laughs> or The Happening. The happening. <laughs> <laughs> or Split. Fuck that guy. Well, I got to tell you, The Happening is an absolute classic bad movie. Oh, yeah. I hope that Jordan Peele ever, never makes a movie like that. But God, is that a funny movie? Anyway, uh, Brent, Shyamalan's first three versus Jordan Peele's first three. What do you got? I see. I actually did homework for you, man, because I had never seen Unbreakable or Signs before. Oh, shit, dude. And uh, I've seen Six Sense before, but I did go back and rewatch it again. I always have a memory with the Six Sense. Every time I watch that movie, I always think of my grandma because way back when it first came out on VHS, I watched it with her when it was brand new. Mm. And I I think in the first 20 minutes, she looked at me. She's like, oh, Bruce Willis dead as fuck. (laughs) I was like, huh? Like I didn't, I didn't know what the hell she was talking about. She pointed out all these different things that were happening in the movie, and I, and it's funny because the VHS had a little thing. It was like the secrets of the sixth sense, where he was basically pointing out all these hints, and it was all the shit she pointed out. I was like, damn. So she figured that out immediately. I was rolling, but um, I was. It's for me, it's Jordan Peele easily though, because and I'm gonna probably make some people mad with this. Sixth sense is alright. It's fine once you know the the twist and you watch it again. It's like, eh, it's alright. Um, Unbreakable put me to sleep twice. Wow. <laughs> So I really don't even remember much about it now. And Signs was stupid as fuck. <laughs> I was like, what in the... All right, I'm going to try not to be too loud. But why in the fuck would aliens come to a planet that is mostly fucking water <laughs> and their weakness is fucking water? Hey, 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 hey. How many no. times a year do you eat fast food? A lot. It's bad for you, right? <laughs> and you know it's bad for you, right? Yeah, but it doesn't kill me instantly. It's a slow process, Joey. Right. Well, you, you know, you pull into that Popeye's drive-thru, you know it's not good for it. But, yeah, but see, it don't, it don't kill me on contact. I don't put a piece of chicken on my hand and I, like, melt. <laughs> Maybe Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix is not going <laughs> to hit you in the face with a <laughs> Start melting chicken at me. <laughs> I mean, Popeye's biscuit might kill you. You might have well, me on that. If now. I could go to a planet where someone's throwing Popeye's at me, you get me on the ship immediately. <laughs> exactly, man. We broke out here throw me some chicken please <laughs> but um but yeah i i uh, I, I, I never got Shyamalan because before this I, only two movies of his i had seen were the sixth sense and split and i also thought split was fucking stupid didn't wow. like that either i was in the movie theater me that was legit me and pj haven't gone to the movie theater met that many times surprisingly in our life we went with both our girlfriends at the time to see that movie and they loved it. We were in Waffle House talking about it afterwards. They're like, oh my God, so they and me and Peter looked at each other and she was like, what do you think? We were like, literally at the same time, we both was like, that was dumb. <laughs> in unison at the same time. So even at the time, I thought it was dumb. And then I never saw Glass because I'm like, yeah. Ooh, glass was ass. There you go. And I heard y'all talk about it. That's another one of those movies where it's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. But I'll listen <laughs> to them talk about it. I think I want to say, well, I got you here. Thank y'all. Because there's so many movies I don't care to watch that I know about now because of y'all. So thank you. Aw, thank you. Because <laughs> I listen to y'all every week. The only thing that sucks is when it is a rarely, no, it's not rarely. There are movies I do want to watch. There are movies that I want to watch. It's like, fuck, I can't listen to it yet. <laughs> but every as long time as you do eventually. That's all about. Oh, I go back for sure. Because I, when I finally watched, um, the spider-man movie yeah. i finally got to go back and listen to that and i was hyped because I, I forgot to say before this i had only been to the movie the last time i went to the movie theater was to see spider-man wow so been wow see and, me and mark don't even know what that kind of life is like <laughs> because we are insane and people that listen to the podcast probably know if you listen on a regular basis you know because we're talking about these movies all the time <laughs> the movies all the fucking time like every week <laughs> sometimes five or six times a month <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's out of control sometimes. <laughs> it's, it, felt, it legitimately felt weird going back to the theaters. Like I said it been so. Spider Man was what December? Yeah. yeah. So it's been almost like Before half Christmas. a year. Yeah. 
And before that, I went to go see Resident Evil. So there you go. Oh God, I yeah. like that movie though. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, better said. than Signs and Unbreakable. <laughs> oh Jesus, enough said. Enough said. Anyway, um, so I'm gonna go with Jordan Peele also, and not just from Regency bias, but if I look at it movie to movie. Um, six Sense. I'm gonna agree with Brent. Six Sense works. Your first watch. Mm-hmm. Once you know, it's still a good movie, but it's not a great movie. Right. And Get Out is a great movie every single time you watch it, mm-hmm. <laughs> regardless of if you know what the twist is. It's a great movie. Whereas Six Sense is completely reliant on you not being able to figure out that Bruce Willis is dead. Yep. Uh, I love Unbreakable. Sorry, Brent. Uh, <laughs> I love it. But I think Us, I love Us. I think Us is just such a huge swing, such a high concept, insane swing that I, I kind of almost appreciate that more than Unbreakable. And I do like Signs. All three of these uh, M. Night movies I do like. But, mm. uh, you know, I think Nope is a better movie. Movie to movie, each each rung, I think uh, his are better every single time. So I'm on the same boat with uh, with Jordan Peele. But now that we've decided he has the better movies, and not just because Mark hates M Night Shyamalan, um, <laughs> hey, I, gave, rank I, gave, his I gave him a fair chance. I gave him a fair you chance. Did. You did. You did. It wasn't. You know. It, and these three came out before Last Airbender, so you know. Yeah, I I, I own all of those movies. I have them on DVD. Uh. Do you have After Earth on DVD? Uh, no, I never even saw that. I one. do. Oh God, I never <laughs> want to get it. to. Uh, I never want to get to Jordan Peele's After Earth period. So. <laughs> <laughs> he's making like a Lost in Space reboot or something. Please, someone come save him, Jesus. He's gonna um, remake the Sixth Sense, Joey. Oh God, the Seventh Sense. There you go. <laughs> Since eight, no wait, that's taken. Never mind. Nobody remembers that though. I remember it because it was terrible. There you go. Is it better than Roller Gator? It, no, no. Roller Gator was inter- entertaining, <laughs> at least. All right. So now I want to rank just Jordan Peele's movies. Mm. Three to one. Your least favorite to your most favorite. Marcellus Reagans. Knock it out of the park for us. This is easy. Uh, number three, Us. Number two, Nope. Number one, Get Out. Wow, really? You don't like us? Do you I, not like us? Are you one of those people that just doesn't like it, or you just it's the least of the three? It's the least of the three. I liked us, but I was like, I mean, there's a fucking Akira slide in Nope, like that. Yes, of course, of course. <laughs> like that, that goes right to the top, right there. As far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brent. What about you? Same thing. Us at the bottom. Nope. Second. Get out first. Are you an us hater? I don't. I, that's the thing. I didn't hate it. I just I felt nothing toward it. It was one of those things. Where after it ended, I was just like, "Huh, that was alright." Hmm. Pretty much. I I wanted. That's one I really want to rewatch on the podcast because then I I really take notes and really I think I need to rewatch it because when I watched it, it was just sitting there at the house, like laid down on the couch. I had to give it more attention. I think mm-hmm. when I watched it, I just I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, I am going to be – all right, here we go. Controversial opinion. I'm going to go uh, three, get out, mm. two, uh, us, and number one, nope. Really? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? I think get out is a masterpiece, and I think it's probably the best movie out of the three. But I just love us so much, and I love mm. how big a crazy swing it is, even though 
much like we had the black phone a few weeks ago, Mark, if you <laughs> sit down, like if you, uh, you walk out of the movie us and then you sit down at the, your table and you're like, wait, well, why did this happen? Well, wait, was this happening? Did that happen? <laughs> then the whole thing falls the fuck apart. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, is there really somebody in the sewers like mimicking everything I do? Like everything? Yeah. <laughs> like, if I go jerk off right now, is like, is, <laughs> is that happening? <laughs> <Yes>. Like, <laughs> does somebody like do they have their own iPhone to watch like Natalie Mars videos, or does somebody have to reenact them <laughs> while they hold up like a cardboard square? Like, um. <laughs> That's in the sequel, Us Two. Us is this is more of us. <laughs> the, the two of us. <laughs> there you go. Will Smith. You just wait when uh, Jordan Peele can't get any money anymore. So you're making those for Redbox. <laughs> <laughs> to be original. <laughs> oh, there you go. And I I just thought Nope was awesome. I love I love the concept of it. I love everything about it. And it, I just thought it was great. And it's not just Regency bias. I just I just thought it was awesome and just disturbing and just fucking stuck with me for like days afterwards. So uh, that's where I'm at with those. Uh, so we got to score it. We have to score us. Sorry. We have to score Nope. Uh, we already know what our score for us. We have to score. Nope. Zero to five. Five being the best. Zero being the worst. Brent from Home Video Hustle. What do you got for Nope? This was hard. It legit was hard. I was trying things. I know on our podcast, I'd say all the time to quote Big Daddy Kane, ain't no half stepping. So we don't do half <laughs> scores. But this ain't the Home Video Hustle. So I'm going to give it a half score. I'm going to give it 4.5. Okay. Five. Okay. Four and a half. Uh, a very good score. Markellis Reagan's. Yeah, I was leaning towards a four and a half, but I really think I need to watch the movie again. Now that I've gone through the whole journey, I need to like pick it apart a little bit more. So I'm giving it a four, and then upon second viewing, it might go up to a four and a half. But for today, mm. it's a four. All right. Well, you guys suck. Um, <laughs> nope. I'm giving it a five out of five. Wow. Loved the movie. Fucking awesome. Well shot. Great sound. Crazy storyline. Amazing acting. Five out of five. It's the second best movie of the year as of right now for me. Damn. What's number second, one? Second. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Don't so, need to see that. Yes. It's great. It's on uh, VOD as we speak. So you, It's coming back to theaters. Did you see that? Yeah. I, again, we go to the movies so much that the idea of having free time to go see something uh, that I, not for the podcast is they're adding you know, more footage to it, though. Uh, I got the I just got the Blu-ray. I can just watch it at home. That's nah, not the same. I thought you uh, loved the theater experience. Go see Maria again. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to see her again in like a week. <laughs> you can go earlier, sooner than that. See? Hear that laugh again, Joy. We're going <laughs> to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to sit there and watch Nuvi and dream about the best missionary sex with the lights off I'll ever have. Um, <laughs> so five out of five for me. Second best movie of the year. Uh, maybe we got it right. Maybe we got it wrong. Jump on social media. Uh, let us know what you think. Don't uh, eat our face or anything like that. That's really weird. Um, yeah. But now we're going to wrap it up. Before we tap it up, and we are going to get you some recommendations, Brent, please tell us where everyone can find you on Home Video Hustle and get us a recommendation for the listeners out there. Well, if you want to hear the Home Video Hustle after hearing me here, I'm surprised. But if you do, though, 
You can find me over on Twitter at capital H, capital V, capital H, capital P, lowercase ICAST. HVH Podcast on Twitter, Home of the Hustle Podcast on Instagram, Home of the Hustle on Facebook, Home of the Hustle on YouTube, and Patreon.com slash Home of the Hustle, where you can help support the show. And you can be like Joey and make us watch a movie like Roller Gator <laughs> if, if you want to hurt PJ. <laughs> and uh, we put out episodes every Friday. This coming Friday, we went back to the hood movies of Tubi. I'm not telling you which one. You got to watch the video on Wednesday to find out, but it's, <laughs> it's a good one. I'm excited. All right. <laughs> Great. So thank you for coming on. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, Markellis Reagans, how about you? Uh, yeah, my recommendation is one that we just just finished talking about. Everything, everywhere, all at once. It's on uh, VOD at the cheaper price. It's not 20 bucks like Black Phone is now. You can actually get it for like <laughs> four bucks. So uh, yeah, best movie of the year. If you haven't already seen it, you know we've been talking about it since we did the review, but Everything, everywhere, all at once is mind-blowingly amazing. So that's my recommendation. Awesome. Well, I will recommend that you go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you'll find the podcast every week. There's links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. You get links to all our video and Patreon content as well at SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We will be there. Don't forget to check out our aforementioned YouTube channel where there is hours of free exclusive content there. Myself and uh, Adam pumping out videos, more Adam than me, but I try to help. And there's lots of more movie reviews, interviews with creatives, uh, comic reviews, trailer reactions, unboxings, so much more. It's all free on our YouTube channel at youtube.com backslash so is podcast. We have a Patreon as well where you can support the show monetarily and get extra exclusive content. Uh, this month was going to be our review of Resident Evil, the series on Netflix, mm. but we just we decided not to review it. <laughs> um, and the reason why, uh, Brent, is because it's so bad <laughs> that we couldn't even bring ourselves to watch enough of it to give it a real review. Can I give a so, quick review for the first episode? Sure. You yes, love the Zootopia porn. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have seen the first episode. Me and my brother sat and watched it. The shit that takes place in the quote unquote present day or the future is whack. I kind of like the stuff with the little kids and or the younger versions though, because I just liked my man's from the wire just being an ass. So when he checked that dude in the office, that, <laughs> I, was, I fucking I was me and my brother were like hell yeah watching that scene. But yeah, when it goes back to like the post apocalypse, it's like yeah yeah. But I'm gonna keep watching those. I love Resident Evil, so we'll see. What happens. Uh, well, <laughs> as we've uh, mentioned many times, we have a tight schedule. <laughs> <laughs> so to be able to uh, fit in eight hours of watching something that sucks ass just for the fun of watching something that sucks ass, probably not going to happen. So no Resident Evil, but myself and Mark Ellis <laughs> got together and broke down our feelings on much of the San Diego Comic-Con news that came uh, out. So you can hear that exclusively on Patreon. And what do we got going on uh, coming up this weekend? Myself and Adam will be hitting up the Mohegan Sun Casino in Uncasville, Connecticut for Terrific Con. So if you are there, we'll be there as press. Plenty of coverage coming on our YouTube channel. And if you're in the building, come find us. And I'll probably have some stickers and some pens to hand out as well. And if you're bored, go check out The Gray Man on Netflix. Mm. The future Black Panther himself. <laughs> as well as uh a bunch of actors including uh, a lot of waifus in this one with uh, jessica, jessica henwick and anna dr moss oh, in that. i'm watching it <laughs> I, I know um 
So that that's on Netflix currently streaming. We're going to be reviewing it next week on the podcast. So check it out. And that's going to do it. That is going to do it for episode number 416 of the So Wizard podcast. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo, and my co-host from the home video hustle, Mr. Brent. Hustle, motherfucking hustle. And the experts, Mr. Mark Markellis Rick. Everybody have yourself a great week and Wakanda forever. We'll see you guys next week for the Gray Man. Good journey. Oh, man. <laughs>